Hello and welcome back. And I know, um, even when I promised in the last episode that I won't do so long breaks anymore, uh, we now had some weeks again. So why? Uh, the embarrassing thing is like, it's a simple solution for that. I lost my microphone. So I have this small, sure mobile microphone which I can use on my iPhone and I really like it so um, it produces in the environment where I'm often recording this so as right now in the car it produces a uh, good enough um, audio quality and so it's basically a foundation to, to create these kind of episodes so I didn't want to do it with using um, Apple AirPods, which are good as well, at least like if you're in a proper room and so on. So I did one or two podcasts with them as well, and they were definitely better than I thought. But since I have really not the best environment here, I wanted to have at least something that works a little bit better. And so, yeah, that's the reason why it took some time. But now I found it. Um, well, it's like always. So I already had um, the idea to order a new one on the weekend because I wanted to continue to do this. And, um, and I was a little bit out of options where I should still search it. But yeah, as you know. So the good thing is that I didn't order it and I found it. So usually it's like the, the opposite. So you you order it and then you found it. At this time, I had a final idea where it could be, and yeah, there it was. So um, here we here we are. So <laughs> back again. Okay. So this episode, I will talk a little bit about a topic that kept me a little bit busy during the last two to three weeks, and I think definitely longer before. But the last two to three weeks, I thought about it more how to say more proactively about it so before it was basically something that it was in my mind but I didn't really get to some conclusions and so I didn't really actively thought about it and so in the last two to three weeks I, I did because I had some to make some decisions how I approach the Mind the Dogs project from a technical um, standpoint so if I do the same setup like I have for data tasks or if I maybe do um, a different setup. And since I don't have, an, let's say, an unlimited stream of income from my consulting projects, at the moment I cannot afford to have um, two developer teams working on, on my pro products. And so I had to figure out, okay, when I do mind, mind the docs, which is not such a let's say, complex application, um, what would be the best way if I do it myself? And it, it again brought me in the same situation that I always have when I'm thinking about development setups and what, what's the best setup to, to, to work on this project. And it also triggered something which, which I want to discuss today is like, to get a good feeling about your your strengths and weaknesses which is always kind of hard for me um, why is that so 
in the end, I have a little bit the tendency to specific things to say, uh, to get into this, well, challenge accepted mode. So not in all areas. So for example, uh, when it comes to design or writing text, I definitely know that this is not something I'm really good at. So I did some design things um, in the early days and I quickly realized, okay, sorry, uh, the, the level of someone who's quite okay in, in making designs is so much better than what I'm doing. So I don't really have, should spend time there. And so um, the only thing which I think I did wrong in the last one or two years was like... Um, Saving the money, which I could or should spend on design, so saving this money and instead buying some uh, design frameworks or design, I don't know, yeah, mostly like frameworks out of the box. So the last one like Tailwind UI, which is a, which is a nice framework, but still, even when you combine it properly, I don't know. It still doesn't really have a lot of life in it. So, well, I don't know. It maybe it does not match what what I expecting to do. And the good thing is, I now found a solution. I found a found a great agency, which can help me uh, at the moment with reasonable prices and with great work. And this is so great uh, because this definitely brings everything on a different level. Uh, which which I always wanted, so um, that's the thing. So this is in this kind of area, it's pretty easy for me uh, to recognize. Um, I need someone else to help me. Where it's also easy is like when it comes to product. So I'm I'm doing product now for I don't know ten twelve years, and I have a lot of experiences how to um, make concept um, a product how to make sure that the features are fitting so that you don't start with too many things that but that you still have what we all call like the viable thing so that you still have um yeah a good setup so maybe what kind of product features i don't know should be revisited so this is something i've been doing for for 12 years and so i gained a lot of experience in that and i would say i can do this pretty good And so that is easy as well. So the hard part for me, and this is like, it's, it's a part of building something on your own, is like the development part. And the thing is, so I w had a really low confidence in my development skills for quite a long time. So I studied computer science. So I have some background there, but I ne never really worked as a developer. So I always worked in this kind of interface positions. So um, when I so when I went out of university and st started to work full time, um, I became a product manager. So because I like this um, interconnection of technology and business and design and everything else, and I still. This, One of the reasons why I love to do um, products is like because I, l I love this position so much. And so I never really worked full time as a developer. I know the, the tech 
so the technical aspects well enough to have quite deep conversations with with other developers um, and to to discuss architectural decisions and so on and to understand it pretty quickly what kind of challenges they might have and so this was always good but I never really I don't know I really stepped a little bit around doing some development work on my own and when I started to work um, as a freelance consultant um, of course I didn't do any kind of uh, software development stuff but I came so since I'm, I was working in different kind of projects with different kind of customers I came across situations where they needed something and I knew okay this can only be solved by developing some custom software and I, I had one customer where I went, then said well if you don't find someone I can give it a try so I did some projects on my own in the past and so I know the basics and I did a lot of projects where I was on the product side and so I, I know a lot of stuff and when when it's okay for you I can give it a try so do four weeks some kind of development let's see where, where it gets us and they agreed and uh, so I started to develop something and it worked out so um, it was an internal software they needed and it definitely solved their problem so they could speed up some processes that would take two to three days so they could speed it up to to one or two hours and therefore it was was a really good thing and when I compare the code quality to the stuff I would write today well yeah <laughs> a lot of improvement possible but still it was okay it was it was running it was maintainable uh, it was also extendable to some point would have would I create a better version today? 100%, but this is what, what experience is. And so I continue to do um, some software projects throughout the years. Um, especially, most like really like my speciality was really like internal applications and not that I was too shy that I, that they could not work uh, in, a, in, a, in a public environment. Uh, it was just based on the projects I usually did. So because when I do this data projects, you all often work with the internal processes, and uh, so and you immediately recognize where where an organization has some issues that you can might help. And so I would say the biggest development project I did was like a custom static renderer in JavaScript um, for um, a content website project. I did for a big company and we had a lot of, let's say, requirements um, from the parent company that had a very strict security concept. And so we, we had to make sure that everything is compliant to this. And so this forced us as well, or forced me, because in the end I, I did it on my own. This forced me as well to, to really come up with very individual solutions and... It worked out pretty good in the end. So I had a, in the end we we had a custom um, custom website renderer, um, in a specific setup for these kind of client setup, which in the end had really good features. So in the end, for so for example, it could scale to, 
I would not say infinite type of contents, but to a huge number because we we were based it heavily on on serverless infrastructure and um, so that was really a good experience and it was kind of for me like the case for myself to say well you can do this so you can even like create huge projects and um, can do it in a way that it's maintainable so the whole solution still runs t until today and um, and so but I still have parts where, where, where I really see it slows me down And so why did these projects um, that I did for the other companies, which were like internal tools and or maybe even like just services, which are not really don't have, for example, an UI and do something. So the static renderer just runs on some machines. Why did they work out and why do I struggle sometimes when I create, when I work for the on the development of my own products? And what I realized in the last two to three weeks was like, I have some areas in development which really slow me down and I don't really have a clear explanation for it. I would just say I don't like this. I don't know. I don't like this to work. This. And it's really like front-end related. So I don't like to work with CSS. I never did. So I don't know. Yes, I understand it. And so it's not so hard to understand at least like the basics. But it's so much... I don't know exceptions how to how to handle these things, and I know it got a lot of better. So in in the old days, it was much it was much harder than to to um, make it compatible with all the different kind of browsers. And like today, I would say it might be easier. And using something like Flexbox system, it's easier to to make the positioning as well, like like in the old days. But still, I don't like it. I don't really like it, and I cannot tell you why. Because I guess in the end. I'm a kind of perfectionist there as well. And so, I, of course, I want to have like the, the front-end look and behave like, like we define it in the designs. And I don't get there. Or if I get there, yes, I can get there. But it costs me so much time. And then the second thing is like, I don't get React. <laughs> I know it's like a dirty secret I have to tell. So, But I don't get React. It does not work out for me. It's yes, I, I understand it technically, so no problem. And I did some some smaller projects where where I tested out how it works out and so on. That's okay, and but I don't know. I don't get to production speed when using React. So, and I cannot really explain why. Maybe there's some things in the concept that don't click with me. And I had this in the past quite a lot of times that some some development concepts work better for me than others. So, for example, the whole PHP setup, for some reasons, never worked for me. I cannot really explain you why. Because I did some... Well, okay, now you know how old I am. I did some um, extensive projects uh, using ASP. And so, which doesn't exist anymore. And so, but it was kind of a Microsoft um, similar thing like PHP in a way. Uh, but it only run on, I think, this weird information EES server. I don't know. So, we don't have to discuss. But I never really got into PHP for some reasons. I tried it some sometimes. I tried different kind of projects, but I never really got it going. 
a little bit the same with Ruby on Rails. I never really got into Ruby and also not really into Rails. I, I loved the idea and I still love it. How how they build everything, so like the the, the whole um, the whole framework thing, so how you do models um, and so on. So how you yeah in the end have a very op opinionated product but if, if you get the opinionated view and it works for you it, it can speed up so many things but maybe it was just the opinion that did not work for me i don't know where i was found my my home base was then basically um using django which is basically let's say the ruby on rails um version in in python and i started to work with this i think 15 years ago so in the first project and it immediately clicked so I immediately liked everything there and I got a huge production boost at that time I was not really working on let's say serious projects and so on uh, just on some small ones and I think I even did uh, an e-commerce website uh, using Django uh, which worked well in the end so yeah e-commerce did not really work out for me but because yeah um in, I don't know, so we don't have to go into it. I sold some product, that's that's fine. But um, I developed the whole like implementation on my own using Django, and I think one of the at that time available um, e-commerce packages, and then extended it to to the yeah to the implementation I would like to have. And so um, this this worked fine. And but React, I cannot really explain why never really worked for me and i still like so right now it's not really it's really simple stuff so my my whole website so for example for data tasks and mind the docs they are running on next.js because what i like about next.js is like so it has this nice combination between uh, server-side rendering and also like some dynamic stuff on the website And and so and I was always wanted to see how it works in practice, and so I asked someone if if they can implement it for me in Next.js, and they did, and so and I learned some stuff that was nice as well. And now, but every time when I have to change or extend something on my website, I don't really feel comfortable. I cannot really explain why. I don't know. So React never clicked for me. I did a bigger project. I don't know. Again, maybe I have a tendency for for frameworks and languages that at some point disappear. Um, I did um, a bigger product with Angular 1, and I really liked it in a way. So I, I, I don't know. So maybe someone who has a better view on these different kind of frameworks can explain pretty easily to me why one thing worked for me and the other did not. I think it has something to do with the underlying concept model of these of this different kind of languages and and i have the tendency if if some kind of concept model does not work for me 100 it's hard for me to motivate myself to really get into the into the weeds of these kind of frameworks and this was always my problem with react but so long story short um I was I was thinking around and say okay how do I do mind 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 the docs so should I again get someone just for the front end but in the end mind the docs is a ninety five percent front end product so there are some things that has to be happen in the back end but 
they are already existing because of, of data tasks. So some kind of services like getting data out of Google Analytics and then putting in some kind of database, preparing them and um, yeah, do some simple transformation. So this is already there for data tasks. So I can just uh, recycle it. But most of the things in Mind the Docs, because in the end it's like people go in there and um, edit and extend their documentation. It's, it's, it's not really a complex thing, but in the end it's, it's like an application uh, where yeah, people edit, create a lot of stuff and also view a lot of stuff. And, um, and so I thought, okay, if now I say, okay, someone just doing it as React on the front end, I I would have to plan a really bigger budget because most of the stuff happening there. And I thought, okay, what should I do? And should I really do, uh, I don't know, work again a little bit into React to get a better uh, grip of that and maybe try it again because I can maybe reuse a lot of stuff that we already do with data tasks, which is a React fr uh, front end. Uh, I even came across a Flutter and I thought, okay, maybe it's a good idea to use Flutter. But then I thought, no, it's 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 like the same thing over and over again. You see in your framework, you think, oh, this solves everything in my world and makes everything pretty easy, which of course it does not. So of course, one thing's, some things are really great when you use something new because it's there's, I don't know, selling points. So Flutter, for example, like, I guess it's great. So I I'd also talked to some people. I guess it's great um, to work with it. And it's also great if you, for example, really want to go multi-platform. But Mind the Docs at the moment is not really planned as a multi-platform thing. So no, of course, no, we don't go this this way. And then I thought, okay, why not go back to the old days and just do it with Django? And of course, everyone says, yeah, Django is dead, Ruby on Rails is dead, you should go clear separation between front end uh, and back end, which, by the way, you can also do like with Django as well. But I thought, well, the application in the end technically is not so challenging. Um, it's the challenging thing is like, like the product and concept and all the design and how you handle everything. But I want to get it out of the door pretty quickly. And so why not use Django as a first start? And if if I run into issues after, I don't know, half a year because, I don't know, it cannot scale and so on, well, then I can always go to, to other options. But when I did some research now, I saw, well, like the, the thing that hold me back to not use Django on the, I don't know, in other products and projects I did in the last some years was like, I didn't want to have this, all this DevOps hassle. So like setting up a server somewhere, setting up a database, so Postgres database somewhere, and then monitor it and then make sure that it scales and that you don't really run into issues. But now you can just have Django on Cloud Run and use Cloud SQL uh, on the Google Cloud Platform as your database. And this handles everything for you. And it should make everything pretty quick, I guess, I hope. So, and Google has some extensive um, tutorials around it and there are people using it in production. And so I thought, well, yeah, when this is out of the room, well, let's go back to Django. And so now I'm doing this and I will work at least on the initial version of Mind the Docs with Django and I'm really looking forward to it. I really like it. So I bought some books because in the end I, I used Django when it was, I think it was not even the v two version. I'm not 100% sure, but now it's it's version three. So a lot of stuff has changed. And so I found some great books and even like by reading the books, I could already f 
felt the motivation coming back again. And I think this is great. I think this is like what, what I learned about this kind of weaknesses. If you have something where you, t at least for me, it's like if I have something where I tinker around a lot and thinking, oh, well, yeah, should I do this like this? And so it's basically like standing in front of, I don't know, to 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 build something so, so to to use your saw or like to uh, to construct something and you really cannot start at least for me i think when i cannot really start with something then something in the whole setup does not really fit perfectly and so then it definitely makes sense to go back and think about okay what could be different solutions and so on and so this is kind of my learning for now it's like okay Every time I struggle, um, find something. And so for me, for example, it's like front end. And so even like when I do Mind the Docs um, with, with Django, I will find someone who's doing the HTML CSS part for me because no, I don't do this. <laughs> I don't like it. But um, this, is, this is something where you easily find someone who, who's really good at it and can give you like really like a pixel perfect HTML CSS implementation. And so I will do that and then do the rest in Django and I will let you know how this goes and also let you know, okay, how good it goes to find your weaknesses and your strengths and so on. I think it's... I can imagine it's something that takes a lifetime to fully understand. So that's a part of it. <laughs> See you next time.